Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hey everyone, today I'm talking with Naomi Stonier about how she is helping people improve their relationships. So Naomi is a relationship coach. She works with people on all their relationships, not just the intimate ones. Her passion is showing people how to change relationships without the other person's doing anything. She doesn't work with couples. She teaches how to stop waiting and go first. She walked the path from dysfunctional to thriving relationships without anyone else in her family getting coached, and she overcame the heartbreak of infertility. When she stopped draining time and energy into bad relationships, she transformed into a confident, energized person, ready to get out there and create what she wanted. Welcome, Naomi. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being with us today. So how did you get to be where you are today? What's your journey like? Well, you've just described it. I (laughs) was living on the emotional roller coaster and running, you know, experiencing running emotional patterns that I'd learned in childhood and that I took with me and repeated in every area of my life. It showed up in my work, in my friendships, in my intimate relationship, in my parenting. And life was just exhausting, basically. Um, I had to avoid all challenge. I didn't know how to manage Uh, my difficult emotions I was terrified of my emotions I used to make my decisions and this is what a lot of people do my decisions were based on either avoiding emotions or changing emotions so we make terrible decisions when this is what we're basing our decisions on and so for me the, you know the the moment where it all came to the crunch was when we hit infertility and I was just completely, I, I had no resources to deal with it. And I was desperate for a big family. And, and I thought a big family was going to give me the emotions that I wanted, which was to feel happy, to feel loved, to feel secure, to feel significant and needed. I thought a big family would give me that. So um, even when we were lucky enough to have one beautiful daughter, you know, IVF worked for us first time. We got a beautiful daughter. But I was just desperate for more. So I fell down the rabbit hole of repeated fertility cycles. And I tried nine times in all, lots of money, lots of years, lots of tears. And, and, you know, one day I finally came to the end of that road and was faced with this moment where I was like, okay, I really need to take a look at what's going on here. And that moment I never believed I would say it became my gift and I became a relationship coach. I became a great mum of one instead of a terrible mum of five. And I became, you know, I discovered relationship coach and I got myself coached. Cool. (laughs) That's it. That's the whole journey. (laughs) Isn't it great how we can always take let's say those biggest challenges and use them for like turn them around and use them for the better and help other people. That's it. Well, I'm a a Tony Robbins trained coach. So I trained at his coach training school and he always says we have two options, suffer or learn because the the events are coming. The life events are coming, right? Doesn't, no one gets away scot-free. So this stuff's coming for you. 
And you've got two options. You can suffer in it, wish it wasn't happening, or you can learn and you can grow. You know, you can go down that road instead, right? Yep. So true. So who's your ideal client? Well, I work a lot with entrepreneurs because they are in a learning mindset and they are what I teach people with this work is you work on this relationship through the lens of understanding the goal is understanding yourself and growing and developing yourself okay so we don't go into this what a lot of people do is go okay I'm going to try this I'm going to try something different you try it for a couple of weeks the other person doesn't change at all they probably don't even notice your changes or they're suspicious it causes a big argument and then we say oh it didn't work so the way to get down this path and to keep on this path is to do it through the lens of learning about yourself and developing yourself and so entrepreneurs you know they're a a different breed they often you know to start your own business you have to you have to be willing to experience tough moments so they're they're very open to this work not all my clients are entrepreneurs but they they seem to be very open to it so this work develops highly valuable skills that you use everywhere you know so I always say to people if you want to make more money in your business work on your personal relationships yeah and then people are like oh yeah let me take a look at this stuff (laughs) (laughs) what's a tip that did do you have any tips about like when you see your clients kind of doing that that you could share with us yeah I mean we work I'm very very clear with my clients and in all my marketing that we work on the premise that other people can't create your emotions it's really that simple and so it makes sense right now between you and me in this sort of calm environment yes of course other people can't create my emotions I'm an adult I'm responsible for myself but in the moment we forget you know in the moment a look a comment boom we're in this emotion you know and it clouds our judgment and we forget and you know we just react you know it's exhausting and so I just I teach people very simply how you create your emotions and it's your focus your language and what you do with your body so I just teach people to take the focus of what's going on in front of them what the other person's doing what's happening in front of you and just pay attention to yourself So it's very simple, practical psychology that you use in the moment. And if you just are able to just sit with the thought, this person cannot create what I'm experiencing right now, it's not physically possible, then you can just create a bit of curiosity. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you get in front of your ideal clients? I do a lot of networking. I do a lot of podcasts. I do webinars. So and I'm I'm on socials. So I do regular talking gigs. I'm being interviewed by people all the time. And and I will do 
uh, webinars online so you can register for my free class and come along get coached live if you want to or ask a question and I take a deep dive into all these topics on my webinars. Fun. So what are a couple big goals that you have in the next year or two? Well, my business goal is to get fully booked and to get uh, and start a group program. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the moment, I work one to one. So as soon as my supply exceeds my demand, I'll be um, moving into a group program. That's my dream. And my personal goal at the moment is to do a house renovation. That sounds like fun. Yes, it's <laughs> a lot of fun. And so I work and then, uh, you know, my goal is to keep to a 15 hour work week mm -hmm. because I, I work with the belief that time is our most precious asset. And I operate on the understanding that I can scale without increasing hours. And so that's that's my business model. And you know, I can do a house renovation at the same time. So it's a curious experiment. <laughs> awesome. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so how would moving over to group coaching change your business? Well, I would reach more people. So what I like to do is just uh, you would do um, pre pre recorded videos on the basics. So help people just with those basic, you know, very basic, very simple emotional management tools. And uh, yeah, and then uh, you would have a group coaching facility because I find when you coach in a group and you share and you learn in a group, it can really it can really um, speed up your growth to do it in a group environment. So just, you know, reaching as many people as possible with these very, very simple tools that will completely and utterly change your life. You know, they'll give you your life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're, so you're going to wait to do the group coaching? Um, at the moment, I'm happy one-to-one. -one. Yeah, I'm in my third year of business and I'm happy one-to-one. -one. And uh, yeah, that's I will be looking to uh, start a group program probably uh, end of next year. Ooh, there you go. And that's awesome that you've been doing so well the last few years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you live and breathe it, it's very easy. It's a very easy sell. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> do you think there's any what do you think this is the number one roadblock that is kind of in the way from you reaching some of those goals that you shared with us um oh it'll be de definitely self-belief I have I never ever ever imagined I'd be doing this you know I never in a million years thought I'd be running my own business and be speaking publicly be sharing standing up in front of hundreds of people never in my wildest dreams I just did not believe it was available to me so you know I'm earning more money working less hours than I ever have in my life you know it's the stuff of dreams and it's about growing into that self-concept of just that this is available this, it doesn't have to be, you know, success 
successful, happy lives are just available to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I'm on the never ending journey to step out of reaction, to step out of making it harder than it has to be. And so, yeah, I just do. I do that work. I'm my first client, you know, and I do the work to to push past the limits that, you know, my brain's in that I you probably were passed down to me. Speaking of that, how like do you have any tips on being able to move past um, reactions, stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are sponges soaking this stuff in from the first moment. And we create a system of beliefs from this stuff. So it's kind of like the operating system on your computer. But so we're and it's driving all our choices and decisions. But the most amazing thing about it is we don't even realize we have it. So I'm operating from this system of rules and values that I don't realize a lot of it that I have. My system doesn't match your system. In actual fact, they clash. And, you know, this is where all the hurt and the misunderstanding comes from. So it's very, very simple to bring this stuff to the surface, bring your rules to the surface, bring these beliefs that, you know, you picked up along the road and you never, 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 ever updated. It's very, very simple to bring this stuff to the surface and say, hmm, is this working for me? Isn't, is it not working for me? And, and, and if it isn't, you just get to change it or you get to see that when your rule gets broken, uh, you're having an emotional reaction and it's nothing to do with the moment in front of you. It's about a role you've got that you didn't even realize you had. Those dark things in the closet, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this, I could, you know, I don't know how much time we've got. I could give you a couple of examples. This stuff is so simple, but we, it will change your life. For sure. Yeah. Well, but the, my favorite one is uh, the rule I had around affection with my husband. And so my rule for love, I'm a tactile person, is lots of hugs and kisses. And, you know, his that's not his rule. He doesn't need to be hugged and kissed to feel love. Now, so that's my love language. The rule I didn't realize I had around this stuff was that the hugs and kisses need to be spontaneous. They must, they, should, they must not be asked for. They must be given spontaneously. Now, my husband's role is he doesn't need to be hugged and kissed. He's just fine. He can walk around believing he's loved without a hug and a kiss. So I would never get any hugs and kisses. And I would really spend a lot of time feeling upset about this. And so I would go and ask for a hug. But because the rule was it's got to be spontaneous, I wouldn't feel love. And in actual fact, I would get upset and I would say, well, it feels fake. It doesn't feel loving. And I would get upset. And so you can imagine the kind of dynamics that was happening between us. You know, he would give me a hug and I would be angry. And he would be like, what the hell? And so I would frequently tell him, you have to hug me. You have to hug me. But because I was communicating in blame and shame, you know, there's something wrong with you. You're not tactile. You're not loving. Because I was communicating in those language, in that, in those emotions, my message wasn't received. So even though I stood in front of him and said, "You must hug me," 
it doesn't land yeah and so it was a very 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 simple little step to discover the rule oh and asked for hug you know and then change the rule and ask for hug can be just as special as an as an unasked for hug so i would um go and get my hug i would go off go to him have a hug and choose to feel love i changed the rule and then i'd be happy and it was then after you know repeated moments of this that my message was finally received and it was oh hugs make her happy <laughs> and now I get hugged all the time <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> yeah and you know I mean joking aside that one simple little understanding that change of role completely changed my relationship you know you make, you make it sound like so simple and easy but I'm just sitting over here being like how would you even get to that conclusion like it just seems like it's a long journey to find (laughs) exactly yeah and that is why we coach because it is so simple but it isn't easy it isn't easy and that's what and that's okay that's why we coach that's why we come into coaching you come into a coaching session on a weekly basis and you explain you're paying attention because you've stopped focusing on everything else and you've started paying attention to yourself and this stuff is like a reflex you've been doing it for decades you've run these emotional patterns and they're like a reflex they happen in an instant so you don't know you're doing this until you start paying attention and it takes a bit of practice and it takes a little bit of time to go oh what was that oh I I'm flooded with tension you know and you start catching it and you bring it into your coaching session and you have an objective brain watching your brain and you start to unpack this stuff and you start to unlayer this stuff and the the other key piece of this because this is what your brain will do to stop you, keep you out of doing this work. It wants you to carry on doing the, the familiar same old thing. It will take you to the biggest place. So for you, what will have driven that comment probably is you're thinking about the biggest thing, the toughest thing in your life. <laughs> and what we do is we start small. We start with the really simple stuff, the low hanging fruit. You know, where do you go when the dinner's burnt? What pattern do you run when you're late for a meeting? Yeah. What's you know, you're much, it's much easier to catch your patterns in the tiny moments and you create awareness in the tiny moments. And that's how you condition the ability to do this. So it's not as, I'm going to say scary as it seems. <laughs> no, it, the shift, you would be amazed. The shifts happen in the tiniest of moments. You will suddenly get an awareness of a pattern in just a a tiny moment you know my client the other day she her she discovered that she will sit on the sofa saying I must cook the kids dinner I must cook their dinner I must cook their dinner and she will sit there saying she has to do it and not do it until the last moment and by then it's too late to cook the healthy meal and she's putting pre pre you know pre-packaged food in the oven and then she feels guilty yeah so this is 
this pattern that runs every day and it's a draining pattern and she had this moment of awareness after the school run the other morning where she was like oh I could cook a meal right now I've got the energy and the incentive to do this and she put a lasagna in the oven she made a lasagna it was in the oven and it was just sat there for the day and was ready when the boys came home from school and so, you know, this awareness has freed up her entire evening. Now she's just cooking a casserole and, and pre-cooking it, yeah? And this whole pattern that was playing out has been broken. And, she, you know, it's, she feels it's like a lottery win. <laughs> so it okay. really is simple. And she'll now use that everywhere. That's so fun. you can imagine that pattern was showing up everywhere for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she caught it in that very simple little moment over the over the dinner, over over meal times. She didn't catch it in, you know, that family of origin relationship that's been very painful for decades or the intimate relationship. She caught it in a very simple place and it was much easier to see and then much easier to break. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's doable. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what's the best advice that you have ever received? Oh, my God, I've had so much of it. So the first key piece of information that was given to me was change your expectations to appreciations. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I started to, you know, work out my emotional muscle in the same way I would my physical muscle. And so I I did an appreciation, a gratitude practice every morning because I was living in such chronic expectation. And that's what showed up in my infertility journey. And so I had to work out the muscle of gratitude. But then as my journey progressed, I found that and I was moving on to the next stages that we can start to beat ourselves over the head with gratitude. I should be feeling grateful. I shouldn't be struggling. I'm so lucky. I'm a bad person because I'm not grateful. And so the next step on for me was a, and it was especially the case in business, a compassion practice. You know, can I be kind and loving to myself? Even when I fail and I get it wrong, you know, I'm a coach. I must never have another argument ever again with my husband. (laughs) So the next stage on, and it was so valuable in business, was compassion, kindness to myself. And I can then be kind to everybody else, too. Amazing how that works. eh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So what's the best advice you've ever given? Other people can't create your emotions. Mm. Yeah. And and just also be the ability to translate how highly valuable this work is and how it will create success in every other area of your life. You know, don't work on this just to improve your relationship work on it so that you can show up in business 10 times stronger so that you can break these patterns so they don't get passed down the generations yeah this this stuff ripples out it's life-changing you know my clients are healthier wealthier people when they do this work it's fun how those two go together yeah isn't it yeah Well, I have enjoyed our time together. 
Is there anything else that you would like to share with us that we haven't touched on yet? Well, you can, I can talk about where you can find me. Sure. Yeah, I'm at plumocoaching.com. So that I don't know why I chose that name for my business. I just like the sound of it. It means nothing. No one ever knows what it means or can pronounce it. So I'll spell it P-L-U-M-O coaching.com. Yep. And you can book a one-to-one chat with me there. If you're interested in what I've been talking about, get on the phone with me. It's a free one hour console and I'll show you how all this stuff applies to your particular set of circumstances and what it might be able to to do for you. That's awesome. An hour free call guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Well, thank you again so much, Naomi. Thank you so much for having me on as an absolute pleasure. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.